Good. Cool. All right. Hello, everyone. I'm Joseph Roberson, a.k.a. Professor Joe, of both King Talk Podcast and the Professor Joe Show. How do these look? Do these look okay, Grace? I'm like, okay. Okay, I had to go with the specs. They just blue light it. specs, but they make me feel like I'm more it. intelligent, you know? Um, where am I at? In the Professor Joe Show, and you're currently listening to King Talk, our transparent discussion on any and all issues related to life with the intent of creating an environment of effective communication and an atmosphere of respect, compassion, and understanding. I don't even feel like saying all that, so I just want to be like, you know what it is, but then I feel like I ain't, I ain't going to get that burnt out just yet. If there's something you'd like to hear discussed, feel free to drop us a line, shoot us a DM, let us know on IG at King Talk Podcast. That's one word, King Talk Podcast, one word, on IG, or you can also find us on Facebook at King Talk Podcast and on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and a host of other platforms as well. Or just text to play, or just text me. Hey, we got Joe Shumper back today. Joe, I appreciate you, my brother. I got to clap it up for you. Hey, and Thank you brave traffic. Me. You brave traffic, my brother. I appreciate that. Hey, you better than me because traffic can make me not go somewhere. I'm for real. Traffic, yeah. um, I had to design my life literally around, and you know, in Southern California, that's normal. Like, you yeah. got to go work, you got to do things, you got to get in traffic. But I had to really understand my strengths and weaknesses. And if I got to do what I got to do, I will. Um, but that is a reality I learned about myself. If at all possible, I need to avoid traffic. Right. right. And then I also had to learn what type of music was appropriate for me in traffic. I began listening to the wave and coast. Right. Because yeah. I was calm. I listen to country. Actually. Okay. Boom. Yeah, boom. No. Because yeah. if it was too turned up, yeah. I'd be in traffic, especially Southern Cal, people cutting you off, yeah. 405, 101. I used to have, a, a, you know, temperament issues where, you know, I, this is just the truth, and I've worked my way through yeah. it. But um, I'd want to chase people in traffic like, like they knew it was me they cut off. Yeah. And I had to really check myself, like, Joe, like, you really taking it personal See, like they knew it was you. When it comes to driving. Okay, break that I'm down. I'm like the grandpa. Okay. Driver. No, that's me, though. That people complain that's about. That's me. You know? and, and I'm like, well, cool. You know, I'm, yes. I'm going 65. So. Yes. Okay. You know, you ain't paying my ticket. Right, real so. life. Hey, but Joe, watch this. So, you know, I drive Cadillacs. That's yeah. been my thing for years, right? So I drive at a rate of speed where I really want to preserve my life and well-being. Yeah. People will get behind me and tailgate while there's an open lane next to me. Right. Like, and, I, and I feel like it's almost like move. And I think what frustrates me uh, so much is that outside this car, you ain't going to even right. be physically in my proximity. But in this, and again, ironically, we just talked about yeah. stuff like that, right? Where there, for some reason, um, it's, it's almost as if people who are otherwise generally, and not just them, I don't want to stereotype it in that sense, but generally powerless in other areas of their life, once they get behind that wheel of the car or yeah. some form of fashion feel power in life, yeah. they go over the top with it, you right. know? It's like when you uh, had nothing and become an officer. Or okay, like okay. you, you got bullied and became a cop. Okay, or gotcha. you got bullied and then you became a manager. Okay. Or a yeah, yeah, yeah. Store yeah. manager yeah. somewhere, you know. And then yeah. you're like, you all, like everybody's experienced that person at, right. at, as a boss, you know. And you're like, I didn't tell you to flip the burger like that. Right. Like, like, come on. Like, do you really have to address me like this? Yeah. Yeah. So they talk down to people, or yeah. it's the same thing in the car. Hey, yeah. now. Said, dang it, this ain't what we was gonna talk about. <laughs> we gonna get to that, but now I gotta go. Right. Yeah. Okay. So. I actually had this experience. I just share my realities. I'm not, I don't think everything is humorous. I don't think I, everything is a laughing matter and I'm not proud of certain things, but it's just truly my development and that's yeah. all I have to speak on. But I used to work at a Kinko's years ago and this guy came into Kinko's and he threw his order on the table and he said, um, he said, you guys messed up this, this and that, this and just went off on me. 
And I was like, hey, I apologize. I don't even recall taking your order. Right. And then he was like, well, not you. But uh, and yeah. then so my first thing, I was so young, though, I just looked up at him. I was like, oh, well, why are you talking to me like that? <laughs> yeah. Like if I'm not the one and I didn't get corporate identity at the time, I didn't yeah. get he's associating me with the company I work for. I didn't get yeah. that that technically I'm I getting paid, every day. To, you know. Oh, hey, like yeah. Text. Every day. Hey, so I uh, but this was my foolish. I was in my early 20s, late teens, early 20s. But I man, I took off my work shirt <laughs> and quit right then and was like, let's go outside and, and yeah. keep talking to me like that, you know. And again, uh, I don't think that's the way to resolve our issues. But initially and he stood there and looked at me in shock. But my frustration was, again, and, and this is going to segue into a significant part of what I wanted to discuss today is like, dang, you only being aggressive with me taking advantage of me because you feel like I'm subject to it in this moment as an employee. But dang, just afford me the dignity you would want. Talk to me the way you would want me to talk to you. And and that's been something that distresses me about human interaction, not even just with me. I can sit and watch two other humans um, interacting and and I experience the frustration of like, wow, if y'all would sit and talk, with an intent of understanding versus talking in a condescending tone with the only the intent to be right, yeah. we could work past well, these the issues. The key is, is that like a lot of people who do talk, they talk with paddles instead of gloves, right? Oh, can you break that down? So, can you break that down? Me and you, we sit to talk like this, boom, back and forth. Gotcha. Instead okay. of going, okay. Okay, catch that, catch that, okay. Now I'm, you know, now okay. I gotta marinate yeah. with it and then throw it back. You know you be having the best metaphors, though, you know? right? Yeah, I like but, that. But it's the, it's the, yeah. that's the concept of, yes. Of, yes. Of, of a conversation, especially nowadays, where everybody just wants to be right. Yeah. Because yeah. everybody, that's what I was talking about the other day, is um, being coachable, right? Okay. And that's something that we learn in athletics is you got to be coachable or you're not playing. Right, yeah. Okay, how good not. of an athlete you are, you got to be coachable, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's the same thing with, like, Marriage is the same thing with friends. Yeah, it's like if you're not coachable, why are we friends? Like, why are we friends if you're not coach? If you're not gonna listen to what I'm saying, you know. And that's why I was telling my wife the other day because she's like, not to get off subject, you know. That, but this is the subject, but, though. But it's on. like her friends were telling her, and I'm like, well, do they listen? No. Okay. Well, did you ask them if they wanted you to listen or give advice? Mm. Right, because it's a difference. So I tell my friends, yeah. well, if it's not important, let's talk about it next week. Okay. You know, if you're that mad right now, let's talk about it next week. Okay. Because you want to hear what you want to hear right now. Right. So I'm just going to listen, and we'll talk about it next week. I had to learn that, too. I had to learn to ask people. And part of it, you know, and I've been this way. I, don't, I wanted to attribute it to me being a father at first, but then I was probably like that before I was yeah. a father. When people share their problems with you, you want to fix it. You want to give them advice. Yeah. And then over the years... And it's actually become more pleasant for me to listen to people because oftentimes I can listen without offering any feedback. Yeah. And then I could, you know, ask someone, you know, is your intent, are you looking for feedback from me? Or do you just desire to me to listen and be a, you know, uh, someone you vent to? And, I, and I'm okay with that. I don't need to fix, yeah. I don't, I don't need to fix everyone's yeah. issues. So, so usually what I do is I, when people are telling me their problems, mm-hmm. I just mirror them. Okay. And I say the same thing back to them. With the same level of energy? It. or and, and I just, okay. you know, it's, if you were to tell me something, right. I'd just say it right back to you. Okay. You know, so you can hear it. 
Right. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I, and look, look, this was so funny, though. I'm saying, wow, but that's actually a counseling technique we have to learn in school is, is even just saying it to someone in a sense, okay, when you say this to me, I'm hearing so that you can make sure that the communication is accurate. Am I, am I interpreting what you're saying in an accurate form and fashion? Accurate? I said accurate, but I don't know. Is that the best word? Or is there another word that but, you? But that's but that's what I'm. Oh, okay. But that's what I'm saying, he's, right? It, it, Grace, he's using the techniques on me right now. Grace, like, okay. It's yeah. like that kind of stuff. It's yeah. like if you say it to me, I'm gonna say it right back to you. Okay. Exactly what you said to me. Okay. And you're gonna hear it. Okay. My wife hates it. Okay. <laughs> you know. But as long as but you're because, not saying it in a mockery way, you're no, just. I'm, but she I'm, loves it because she knows I'm listening. Right. Right. I hope people heard she loves it because she knows you're listening. You know, she hates it because she's going to have to find the answer for herself. Okay. Because I can't tell her the answer. Yeah, yeah. Right? And it's the same thing with Scott. I can't tell you the answer. Okay, hold on, though. Since you can't tell my brother. Now, now, can we segue this into this? You just said I can't tell you the answer. So I posted something last night. And I think one thing that blows my mind is this. Over time, the more I become aware... Right. Yeah. I, I ain't gonna use the word woke. Woke yeah. is the cool word now. Woke, right? Yeah. But the Get more woke. I become aware, you know, I am woke now, right? The more I become aware, the more I become aware of what I'm unaware of. The more I become aware, like I don't know nothing. So when you said that I can't give you an answer, a lot of times, and right now the the hot topic is politics, man. Yeah. Politics, right? Yeah. Um, I don't really have any meaningful. I can't tell you what to do as it relates to politics. Is who to, I can't yeah. tell you who to vote for. I don't have the right answer. I don't yeah. know. I'm 48, my brother. I've seen this for so long. I don't have the right answers. Yeah. But what I could tell you to do, what I could suggest is that people learn to have more meaningful dialogue about it. You know? Yeah. Like, but everyone wants to be right. And I'm like, if so many of us are right, how come the world is so wrong? You know? And that's What's the, the biggest thing with Republican, Democrat, liberal. Yeah, yes. like it, it, that's the biggest thing, right? Is everybody's their own party. Yeah, yeah. But I'm my own party, so. Yeah. It, nothing. It's like as long as I keep doing what I'm doing, I just got to do it and vote how I'm voting. Right. But nothing, none, none of that stuff is going to affect my success. Gotcha. Either way. One way or another, you're moving forward. Yeah, because I can't let another man be in charge of my son's success. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to do that, right? So. Yeah. If I go, well, it's because of whoever it yeah, is, right, yeah. that my son didn't go to school. Yeah. <laughs> Hell no. Hey, Obama and Trump messed up my yeah, life. Yeah, Obama yeah, and Trump, Bush yeah, yeah. and Clinton and the Bush yeah. before. And because the then I can, go, I can go, well, it's, it's Jim Crow that is yeah, the reason yeah, yeah. why I'm. Yeah. But he ain't the reason I'm here. Right, real life. He's the reason life. I'm doing what I'm doing. Right, right. But right. It, it's. And that doesn't take away. You know, I like, I like what you just said because, you know, I'm similar in the sense that, first of all, I can very much acknowledge what works for and against me in society. I can ex- acknowledge the reality of um, national culture, nationalism yeah. here, uh, globalism um, in terms of people's perspectives. Um, that being said, so th- is there systemic racism? Yes. And at the macro level, is that relevant? Yes. Yeah. Do I have time to attribute that attribute the reasons I can't be successful to that? Nah, no. I got to look in the mirror. And so I got to determine what. So what you were born in in the ghetto. So what? So now what you were born with mom and dad like that. So what? D- now does it have implications? Push. 
And, and I like that because you hold yourself to that standard. Yeah. Also, you in a position, just to think too, so some people, if they know how you have moved forward currently live, they, yeah, that's easy for you to say. But if they really have a grasp on your background, then they understand like, no, you have ownership of the right to say it. Because, and then I, I it's feel- it's not easy. It's yeah. not easy to say it. Okay, yeah. But it's, it, it, it's you gotta push it, you know, you gotta push. It, it's, it's, there's a lot of reasons, you know, the same reasons why you fail, mm-hmm. same reasons why you can succeed. Well, can you can you explain that? So it's like, I was born with nothing. Okay. That's a great reason for me to get everything. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. I was born with no parents. That's a great reason for me to be a good parent. Right. There's, I was born with where I had to struggle for food. There's, that's a reason why I got to eat the best food. Okay. I got to go out and eat, and yeah. and you know, those kind of it's I I got to make sure my son never has to go through that but I can't do that if I keep dwelling on the past right. but know? those difficulties or adversities became the motivating force yeah. for you moving but, forward but the thing is is you got to deal with your past you got to deal with it in order to move past it right and like I say all the time is the rearview mirror is small for a reason the windshield is bigger for a reason because it's what's in front of you right. it's important right? right if you passed it you passed it move keep going keep driving but if you keep looking in your rear mirror, you're gonna crash. Yeah, right. You that. can't drive like this. It's not gonna work. You really do have the best metaphors. You know that, right? <laughs> I like that. I like that. Now that being said, I never, I, I never um, want someone to listen to me and walk away feeling like I'm invalidating their struggle and that oh. I think is easy. Because there are environments that you come from where the odds are against you. Yeah. And so you do really have to be impeccable about your moves in order to make it out of there. You really do have to see life as chess, not checkers, where there's a strategy to moving forward. And I do know through my own experiences, because sometimes people look at me and they'd be like, well, Joe, if you made it, then anyone can. Yeah. And I think to myself, like, everybody's not going to do what no. I did to be OK. Like, but see, you know, how I said it is if everybody was can do it. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. OK, because it's different. Right. It's like if I if I was the same as everybody, then I wouldn't be born where I was born. Right. Or I wouldn't have what I have. Like we would all have the same thing. Yeah. We would all be born in the same place. Right. So we all have to be different. But I know that myself. I'm in control of this. So that's the same thing I'm trying to put in the Scott. My boy, you're in control of you. Right. That's why I make him make decisions. Yeah already right i make them make those money decisions already and choose right toy or money oh okay okay hey, every friday i'm glad you clarify how because i was thinking i said i know who his son is yeah. and he scott is how old right now three so i was about to like what you mean you making him make money decisions yeah. you know so, so, but i get what you're you're making him make choices yeah and decisions so he has to make a decision right okay. every friday he earns a toy right okay or five dollars okay and he has to choose do you want the five dollars okay. and he goes yeah, okay, put it in the bank. So he has a right. bank that okay. he puts it in, he can't see inside of it. Right. Oh, or he wow. gets his big toy. Okay. I'm gonna give him the toy anyways, Okay. right? But I'm gonna give him the toy for the decision, but he okay. doesn't know that because three hours later he forgets anyways. Okay. So I give him the toy, right? Hey, kids are so brilliant though. I gotta wonder whether he figured it out already. Like, okay, I'm gonna get, yeah, oh, hold know. on. If I say this, he give me that anyway. You just yeah. never know. But I hear, your po- I hear the point. But I it's like point. when I talk to him, he's like, he never chooses the money because okay. he doesn't understand it. Okay. Right? Okay. But I go, well, you can get a whole more 
a whole bunch more toys yeah. if you just put the money right. in the bank. And what he's beginning to become familiar with is the concept. Yeah. I got you. I got so you. he loves to count it every week. Yeah. He loves to take it out and count it, right? And I count it with him. Five, 10, 15. He says it right after me, right? Okay. But I'm just getting him in the motion because he has to be money literate. Yeah, yeah. But right. I'm saying that because it's like the choices we make every day are going to impact the outcome of our life. It really is. So I, I think in terms of a math equation, I usually say that, you know, basically where you started in life, you know, if you say that's X, right, plus Y, the decisions you make yeah. equals, right, yeah. the Z, the sum yeah. of your outcome. So I do hear you, that is real about life. And that's something, so a lesson I'm walking away with is just, uh, you know, the underlying importance about how, uh, of, of our decisions. Yeah, well, important well, decisions. that goes into a lot of like ex-athletes and athletes that I know and we disagree on this, right, is because I talk about I don't feel that you should give athletes a leeway for being broke in three years because okay. Okay. every NFL player had to go through a collegiate program. Technically, So they yeah, had the right, they had the privilege mm -hmm. to get an education of money. Right, right. They chose not to. Would you say of money, though? Because is that what any of us learn in college? No, Do no, we learn no, financial but, but, but literacy? you got to think, right? Uh -huh. Is every football team is, what, 53 players. Okay. All those 53 players are going to move with life in life a different way. But every single person on there uh -huh. can show you something. Okay, well, just, just in case someone's listening and trying to keep up with numbers, too. When we say 53... This is such an irrelevant point, but are we talking about active roster on a professional team? We talking college, just college, just college. Okay, yeah, because there may be like right eighty or something, but you're saying like who they travel with? Yeah. that fifty-three that gets yeah. you. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. So just on uh, a day-to-day -day basis, yeah. right? Those are your brothers. You tutor with them. You go to study hall with them. So you're going to learn about money if you want to. If you don't, that's on you. Everybody has books. You have. You're available. Like you can go in and learn about it. You have to, you go to math class so you know that if you take this away, this is yeah. equals this, yeah. right? You have to go through economics. You have to. I wonder though, can I just share with you? Like I yeah. think sometimes is this, because I'll have students who tell me, they, Ms. Rosen, I want to major in business. And then I'll ask them, why do you want to major in business? And, and you know, just, just to talk yeah. with them, and yeah. to, to get them to think. Again, I don't have the answers. But I'm trying to right. get your mind yeah. working, right? And I said, well, I want to major in business because one day I want to own my own business or, you know, I want to know about money. Yeah. And, you know, but I do express to him my concern. I was like, well, some of that is going to be beyond you just uh, pursuing that as a major. Some of you will, uh, some of that will involve you pursuing the actual information because yeah. I've watched plenty of people walk away with business degrees who know little yeah. to nothing um, of a pragmatic nature about running a business yeah. or managing money. Many. You got Many. me? And I've seen, like... I've yet, I've used bits and pieces of my degree, but mainly yeah. the, the, the part of my degree that I use the most is the marketing form of it, right? Okay. And, and understanding, but a lot of my, not to glorify it, uh -huh. but a lot of stuff I do comes from the drug dealing. Okay. Mindset. <laughs> hey, why when you say that too, all of a sudden I had to remember where I'm sitting because you know I just wanted to look around like, who heard that? Who <laughs> heard know? that? I don't know. Yeah, yeah I forgot. It's like, like, it's like I, I, I just okay. had to, yeah. you know, yeah. but that's... Business is like yeah, business. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter what you're doing. Yes. Business is yeah. business. There's a profit and a loss. Okay, then I can share this since you shared that. It's not it's not drug <laughs> dealing. It's a personal no, isn't that right? But um it's so crazy because I've always thought to myself, and I share this with my students in a relative way, right? Yeah. 
is that I often feel you can learn more about the technical aspects, aspects of a business from a hot dog vendor. From the perspective of, man, this person has to understand, I have to keep enough product on hand to make sure I have something available for whoever wants to utilize my service, purchase yeah. my goods, right? And at the same time, they gotta make sure they don't have so much that it spoils. So, wow, that's a fine little balance, yeah. right? Also, so I mean, it's just, they have to understand like, okay, this was my initial investment. This is my principal. This is what I earned back. This yeah. is what I need to take immediately to go reinvest. And this is what I have that I could utilize as profits. And again, one of the things I, I just wanna say I saw, I saw, yeah. look, I'll say it differently. I saw in the deviant economy yeah. was that some people didn't know in the terminology we you know use at that moment was how to cop and recop yeah, how to cop yeah. and cop again yeah. where ironically where the word cop get associated with that yeah. right but in terms of purchasing a product selling it but knowing how to manage your money to go purchase more product versus somehow you didn't spent it and don't even had the money to go prepare yourself again so you could develop a regular stream right. of clientele you know right. but again the principles of business were were more pragmatically learned in this environment yeah. than sometimes even in the world of formal education. So, you, you know, again, I think that becomes my concern for a lot of you is how do we even, but I like the pattern you set for your son, that you're gonna be accountable and responsible for yeah. preparing him to be financially literate because that's an issue with many of us. And I don't even just mean um, from a cultural background, yeah. persons of color, I mean, even if you talk about a certain socioeconomic status, many yeah. people haven't learned how to use money and, and the appropriate perspective of the concept well, of money. Well, it's like the, 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 what they say, right, is if you flip the roles, right, everybody who's wealthy right now becomes poor. Everybody who's poor right now becomes wealthy. 70 to 80% of those people will be poor again. And 70 to 80% of those people will become wealthy again. Because they understand what money is, how to move money, right. what makes this, what two plus two equals four. They yeah. understand how and what is going to make it 20, 40, 60, yeah. 80. They understand that. Right. And the problem with, like, people say, like, in the ghetto, right? It's like, I'm from the ghetto, so I don't, I, I've never been taught that. But you have because you understand lower, you understand you're in the lower economy. Real quick, you know you just dated yourself by saying ghetto. I don't even think people say ghetto no more. You can <laughs> say I'm from the hood. You can say I'm from right. Yeah. No, I'm messing with you. Yeah. Okay, no, so, but you say, I'm sorry, I shouldn't even interrupt no, you no, to it, say that. A, I got it, a bad it, sense I, of humor, but what, go ahead. I'm just saying, it's, it's like if, if, if I'm saying to myself, like, I don't want to be here. Like, this is, like, I know I'm poor. Mm -hmm. Like, you know you're broke. Even if you live around other broke people, you know you're broke. Okay. You're just more comfortable with it because your friend is broke, your other friend is broke, your other friend is broke, so everybody's eating yeah. off the same plate, right? Nobody has their own plate. So you don't know that you're broke. I hear that, I hear that. Because it's the norm for your environment. Yeah. I think one of the things too, I, I wish somehow we can change, um, change the dynamics in terms of the perspective we look at and, and, and ourselves, how we define um, broke, versus wealth and ourselves is this. Now at the age I'm at, I look at young people. So when I was younger, is let's say between 18, 24, and didn't have a certain amount of money, I felt as if therefore I'm broke. At the age I'm at now, I think if you, when you're young, as long as you have an accumulated debt, as long as you have your freedom, yeah. as long as you have your health, 
as long as you have your thinking capabilities and you have positive relationships, oh, then you're wealthy. And now you yeah. just got to figure out how to put it together to take the well, steps see, forward. That's what I tell my techs, right, is mm -hmm. your success can be anything it wants, needs to be, right? But to be successful is to have the freedom to think how you want, think when you want, spend what you want, act how you want, and react to things how you need to react to them. Okay. That's success to me, right? If that's what I'm what I think is success is when nobody can tell me that I can't go see my son graduate. Nobody okay. can tell me that I can't go here, right? It's I'm gonna do that, you do what you need to do. Okay. Right? Yeah. So it's and I tell them it's like if you keep working hard, I'm gonna become more successful. Right? If you don't work hard, you'll never be successful. Oh, that's deep. That's deep. You actually say that to them? Yeah. Hey, there's a part of me, if you said that to me as your employee, the first part of me, let's be real, right? Yeah. The first part of me would be like, asshole. asshole. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> but I'm real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, hey, the, and that's the truth. And that's, that's the, the truth. truth. And once someone can analyze that and figure out, like, okay, what does he mean by that? Why does he have the audacity to say that? Then, you know, again, it creates a level of awareness. Or at least, again, it makes them think. And hopefully yeah. they can arrive because it's way different than you just telling them like, well, this is how yeah. you should look at what I just said. No, figure out what the message is. So like that. every Thursday, right? Every mm -hmm. Thursday I get up on the Zoom with everybody in my company and I run mm -hmm. a money management like kind of, okay. you know. Um, like a seminar type seminar, thing. Okay, yeah, okay. showing them like what a dividend is, how, like, how to move money, how to grow a bank account, how to, like how to invest in IRA, what TD and... Ameritrade does what so hold E-Trade on. You, does. You do that with your employees? Yeah. Every week, every Thursday. I quit, man. I quit. I quit. Hey, so watch this. So I and I hope me. I I try to share information with people. Yeah. But over the time, I've learned. I'll I'll still do it. Yeah. But then there's a part of me that feels it's a violation of rules because I've learned over the years, like, Joe, you know you ain't supposed to give up game for free. That's why you ain't supposed to give up game for free because it's not appreciated unless people yeah. earn it by the... But I do, I do um, appreciate that you have that willingness to share. Now, this is a, a question I have to ask you. Yeah. Are people receptive to it? Are yeah. they hearing it? Are they hearing it? And we're receptive in the sense of not just that they're willing to listen, because technically yeah. you they boss, so I think they're going to listen one way or another. Are they receptive in the sense of making the moves based on that? Well, some of them. Okay. Some of them ask, like some of them, like I help purchase homes. Oh, wow. So they can start wow. investing and okay. start moving, you know. Okay. I help them do that, you know. Okay. Uh, I help some of them, like we go into a home together okay. because they only have a certain amount of the percentage that they need. So I go, okay, well, we'll get 50-50. You know, okay. you want to flip it, you flip it. If not, you pay me back. Okay. Okay. You know, and then if some of them, you know, it's, and then sometimes like you get screwed over, right? Because some people are, not all people are honest, right? So yeah. they buy into it and then, and they go, okay, let's do this. And then you give them what they need. And then they go, well, I'm going to go work for this company. Oh, wow. Right? But, but it's and like, I'm, I'm sure me, you protected yourself where you can get your money back, right? Sometimes. And sometimes I do it because people are, are, are just at that mindset, right? Where it's like, I don't want to be, um, I don't want nothing from you. I want you to, I want to see what you do with it. Okay. okay. You know, I'm going to just give it to you okay. because I just want to see how you move. Right. Hey, hey, hold on, man. Hold on. Let me look in the can. Let me look at people. 
I just sometimes when people say something, I always wish when I watch TV somebody would just look at the camera so I could look back at them like, that's what he just said. Because uh, there's a part of me, I'll I'll give someone what I can afford to lose. Yeah. So that's that's twenty dollars. Yeah. That twenty dollars, if you take it and don't give it back, I'm gonna eat see, that twenty dollars. Right. So <laughs> so so I do it in a way to where I win. Right. I'm okay. 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 So like I'll give them the check through the Win at Life group. Okay. Through okay. my nonprofit, right? So okay. it's like, it's not just. Okay, okay. You know. Because I was about to be like, my brother, look, I feel like I'm an evolved human. I'm yeah. self actualizing, I'm transcending, yeah. right? But I was about to be like, dang, Joe, when we finish this uh, podcast, I got to tell him I'm not that good, Joe. Because yeah. if I loan someone something, yeah. man, and they don't give me my stuff, man. But that's why, again, I don't loan what I yeah. can't afford to, to lose because I do, I want to believe. In the good nature of humans, but I've experienced real life. So see, you gotta look. Do you remember the first podcast we did? How I got my business. Oh dang, Grace said yeah. Oh no, yeah. no, hey Joe, I, Joe, I want to no, say no, yeah, no, but no, I can't it, lie it, to it, you. Okay. So I don't want to lie. How I got my business is because I lent my friend money. Okay. And he couldn't pay me back. Okay. So I helped him grow this business, uh-huh. and that was my first cut shop. Okay. Because he couldn't pay me back, so I said, but I don't want to lose the friendship because yeah. you're my boy, right? So I'm going to help you grow it because I, I'll, I know I can grow it because yeah. I know my work ethic is better than yours. So right. I'm going to grow it, and I know I can make moves that you can't make. All right. Okay. So And I know I will outwork you, right? Okay. So let's get this money. And you have a choice to make. You could either buy it back from me or we can stay in business together, right? right. He didn't want to grow past that one shop. Okay. So that's why I switched the name. That's why I sold the company. But I still own that portion of the shop. Gotcha. Right? Because he wants to buy it back now. He wants to buy it. No. Mm-mm. It doesn't work like that. That's a money pit there. Okay. So it's like money is just going to go into there. I'm so, eating off that. Yeah, I'm, I'm eating. eating. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but that's how I got my company. Damn. By okay, lending so that's money. Some, that's some insight then. Okay, that's so deep. That's, that's so deep. that's what I do now. Okay. Still, like with the chapstick, I own a vegan lip balm, right? Okay. That I've never, you know, but I lent money to the person and she couldn't pay me back. Okay, well, give me 80% of the company. I'll grow it and we'll, you could buy it back or we can stay business partners, right? All right, all right. Well, I want control. Well, buy the 51%. Okay. You can have control, you know? Okay. Or you grow what you can, and I'll do the rest. I'll take care. Of it. I have a team that could do the rest, and it's like I start buying these companies for cheaper. Yeah. These startups because they don't understand economic status, right? Okay. They don't know how to economically structure a deal. Gotcha. So I explain it to them. This is what needs to happen, and this is what you should have did in the first place. Right. But if you want me to lend you this money, this right. is what it's going to take. And actually, though, the reality of it is that's not. Um, if someone is overly greedy, that could become agitating to their spirit because it's like he's eating off this and I feel this way because this was my idea. But if it was flailing anyway, then at the end of the day, 20% of something is better than nothing. 0% of nothing. You but know? With the, I always get or the opportunity to buy back. 100% of nothing. Okay. I always get the opportunity to buy back. Okay. A realistic opportunity where they would really yeah. be able to generate the proceeds to buy it back? Yeah. Oh, okay. But okay. you have to, I'm not going to lend you money. To buy a bag for me. Yeah, that don't make sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you got to come up with your own income. You got to, I don't know where you're going to get the money, but I'm not going to lend you no more money, but I'm going to invest in the business because now I own. Hey, hold on though. 
could someone really expect to borrow something from you to buy something back from you? That yeah. don't make sense. That don't even make sense. Well, the thing is, right, is if you borrow it, right, yeah. and I lend it to you, it's because oh, I, I and then I I'll pay you back with what I earn from it. Yeah. Oh yeah, but no, yeah. I'm not. But doing I understand, that. like I understand the business, right? Right. I see the concept. You give me a plan. I'm just like the bank, okay. right? Uh, because one of my other businesses that I own uh-huh. is lending money to first-time athletes. Okay. I don't, did you know that? Uh uh-uh. uh So I lend money uh-huh. to first-time athletes. Did I tell you I'm a first-time athlete? No. <laughs> so did like, I tell you that? No. Once, go ahead. once okay. they sign, uh-huh. did you know I, there's a delay yes. before you get yeah, your first yeah, check, yeah, right? Yeah. From the from the day you sign to the day you get your first check, there's a delay. Right. So I lend pe- athletes money, pro athletes money, okay. with 27% interest. Dang, 27%. That's that's uh, but I lend them a big chunk of, so they can okay. get their house, they okay. can get the car, they can yeah. whatever they need to yeah. get the status, whatever. Yeah, you know. But I lend it to the agent. I was gonna say technically, shouldn't their agent? If you sign with me, right? That's one of the things that. that but that's how you the know? agent gets money, right? Yeah, it's yeah. from people like me. Okay. Okay. Right. So, but I know that I'm gonna get it back within six months. Okay. As soon as that contract. It's not okay. fine. You know. And I'm contracted with the agency, not with the athlete. Mm. Okay, you know? so, that, so there's a different level of accountability. Right. And responsibility to get you your money back. Yeah. So, like, when he gets a check, he only gets this, he sends me my check first, right? Because he doesn't want to keep accruing interest. Hey, I, somebody watching this, I hope y'all making, uh, counting this man's revenue streams, because I'm trying not to write it down in front of him. I'm uh, trying not to know, hear. It, it, it's those things that, are, but, I knew that that was a big issue I had, right? Is, okay, so I'm signed, so what does that mean? Well, I'm a millionaire, no. Yeah. What does that mean? Like, I didn't get my first check for 90 days. Okay. It was like, it was a long time, you know? I could have got it in advance, but I didn't believe in that, right? I was like, nah, because I hear all the stories. Right. Don't do this, you're gonna have to pay this back, you're gonna have to pay, I was like, no, nah, I'm good. I'll stay in my apartment yeah. until it's time to go. Yeah. You know. you know what I like about what you shared too? So this is the, can I translate it to this deep, this, this another, not deeper, another concept is this. So one of the things when you really understand the power of money, most of us, even if we have a little money, we've been trained to be consumers, not investors. Yeah. So what we do is we get money and we spend money. But what we haven't really learned is how do I make the money that I have work for me before it leaves my possession? How do I make it uh, position me to gain passive income so that the money that I have can generate more money before yeah. I spend that money. Well, that's the, the problem is, is that everybody, when they get $1,000, they think they have $1,000. So now I got to find a way to spend this $1,000, mm-hmm. right? Instead of going, well, I don't really have $1,000, but this costs $1,000. So I'm going to make that, I can get, I can make a 5% return on this. Okay. Off of this thousand dollars, right? Mm-hmm. Or three percent return, whatever it is, right? I get ten thousand dollars. Well, now I got ten thousand dollars. Now I'm gonna go buy shoes, buy right. That's what the normal person does. They want to spend it before they even put it in their bank. They get a check in the mail, or they get a check from work, and they live paycheck to paycheck. Even people who live big check. Paycheck to big paycheck, right? Still live they still live to paycheck. paycheck to paycheck. And when the economy crashes, many of them still upside down. Right. Even more. Yeah. Because now they're living a lifestyle that they don't really deserve because mm-hmm. they didn't really earn it. Yeah. Right. Because they didn't take the time to be patient. Yeah. yeah. And to develop. Hey, patience. Yeah. Develop patience. That. 
yes. sense of okay, yes. I'm making three hundred thousand a year, but I'm only spending one fifty. Right, and right. now I'm going to figure out what can this other one fifty do besides just sit there and depreciate in value. Because if it just sits there, it's still depreciating right. unless right. you make some strategic moves with right. it. Right, but the normal person doesn't know. Right, it's like if if I have that one fifty now, that's three homes somewhere. If you do it right, that can that's bring three houses I can own. Right, that can bring me some more passive yeah. income. Or two houses I can own, and now I got six months of mortgage until I rent it out. With the other. So now I got to tell you this since we, we bridged that gap and had some. <laughs> first time I learned that, I'm going to tell you two things I saw when I was younger where I learned that. So let's say, and I'm not going to specify any yeah. particular behavior, but let's say again in the deviant society, yeah. right? I hit a lick, you and we hit a lick together. Yeah. We both walk away with five racks. I'm going to figure out how to make this work because so that I'm not put in a position. I hope this is appropriate to be saying if we go on like that, yeah. right? But so I'm never in a position where I'm forced to go engage in this activity again because yeah. that, that might have been a one-time thing. Right. Whereas when you're young, any source of, of money, you begin to look at it like, well, I could do this all the time. Yeah. And so you blow it because you lack value for it especially versus athletes. realizing now that, especially then. Now I'm going to give you another time. Then in college, right, playing football, one of the things I realized is, People already had plans. I knew when everybody got their financial aid check and their scholarship check. I could tell from the yeah. outfits and everything else that I was like, dang, you just ran through that money that quickly? Yeah. Like it was burning and they, therefore the expression that they used to use when I was younger, older people was like, that yeah. money burned a hole in yeah. your pocket, huh? Where no, you have to learn how to patiently figure yeah. out what made moves you can make with that. So you never, so I've watched several of my friends in our lifetime when we were younger, yeah. whether it was through, however it was through, I'll leave that vague and ambiguous, have um, moments where they came into amount of money that could have been relevant to change their life. So whether that was 40,000, 50,000, yeah. say, right? And I could just tell at that moment, especially being young, you don't know, you might not see this lump sum again. So you got to use this strategically yeah. to move forward and and unfortunately that didn't happen yeah you know but and life is real and, and, and that's like it's, it, it's when i was playing football I, you, you were getting a thirty thousand dollar check a week so okay i know at this time next week i'm gonna have another one well i know at this and some of those guys like most don't even have bank accounts because they ruin themselves right so they got to go out and cash it and find somebody to cash the check for them that's going to take five percent of that wow yeah and then 5%. Uncle Sam already took his, you know. What else is hard, though? I just have to express this empathy yeah. for people in that situation. One of the things I learned is this. Shoot, I'm trying to stay away from the deviant yeah, dialogue, yeah, yeah. But, but it just matters. It's so relevant, right? Yeah. Is this. When you making shoebox money, right? Brown paper bag money, money you keep under your bed and yeah. your, your, you know, Adidas box, whatever, Nike yeah. shoebox, right? One of the things I used to have to learn about that was if that's where everybody know you got your money from, you don't just have to do with, you know, I think all the expressions of Johnny Law, you know, the yeah, alphabet, yeah, yeah. you don't just, no, you got to deal with the people you know, who know that's where your income. So therefore, there becomes an expectation for you share with me because I know you got yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. The reason I use that example, because that was the, I never made it as a professional athlete. So that was the way I experienced yeah. like, dang, people will begin watching your money and have expectations for you about what you were supposed to do with, for your, with your money for them after they blew their own money. And I began to empathize because I saw athletes had to live like that 
but on an even broader scale. So you see people who are making maybe league minimum, yeah. or I would see people who would get picked up maybe on the practice squad, yeah. and people didn't know the money these people are getting is barely enough to sustain them if you really look at the bigger picture and how long yeah. it's supposed to last. But because it's public knowledge and because it's with this professional sports league, yeah. the expectation becomes like, oh, you got money. Yeah. You got money and their families, even families and friends begin to put a level of pressure on them yeah. where, dang, you feel obligated to be able to yeah. take care of people in ways you really can't take care. Because a million ain't that much money. You know, it, it's when I when I learned, I went uh, and I did, you know how they do the mentor, rookie mentor? Right, right, right. Uh, and Jimmy Smith was my mentor. I was just about to say, who, who was yours? And I went with him. It was his wife's birthday. Uh-huh. And I just got signed. And I just seen him spend my whole salary, my whole contract on his wife's birthday. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, I got to level up. Yeah. You know? But some people be foolish and let that pressure them to try to live the same. No. Not realizing you don't got Kobe and LeBron money. No. That's not you, so don't try yeah. to... And that's what I had. I, I <clears throat> It was very, like, eye-opening to be like, wow, this guy has real money. And But we all have to accept that to some degree because... no. And this is another thing I realized. No matter what you have, <coughs> no matter Excuse what me. you have... And this is another thing that should, hopefully the lesson to walk away with is one of humility. Because no matter what you think you have, man, your money, little money to someone else. There is someone somewhere who I don't yeah. care what you think you have, yeah. your money to somebody somewhere is little money. And when you learn that, you learn, okay, I'm going to stay in my lane. I'm going to do what I yeah. can do. Right. And that was always my blessing. And again, we talk about the circumstances you start with me coming from Buffalo, New York, this impoverished industrial town. That was one of my benefits because I was so broke growing up. I never our entire life. We didn't go school uh, shopping for uh, new clothes. I had a bigger brother. I got hand me downs that helped me remain so humble that I learned not to define my sense of esteem or self-efficacy by material possessions. Because I couldn't. Because if I did, then I would have grown up with the worst esteem because I got nothing. So the way that helped me as I transitioned to adulthood was, man, I don't need that. Now that I can afford it, I don't need it, my brother, because I'm who I am without it. Because I had to do that. And again, what it taught me is even at this point in life, man, I don't worry about keeping up with anybody else. Because then I just put myself under financial strain. And I I feel like you were about to add something to it. So I was going to say... I think watching holidays really tripped me out too. I grew up as one of Jehovah's Witnesses. We didn't celebrate holidays yeah. and I felt so bad for myself. Like, what was me? I don't yeah. celebrate Christmas. And, and all these other kids look so happy. Even yeah. the kids in the projects had more than I had at Christmas time. Yeah. They, I had nothing. They got the new J's, the new album. But then once I got older, I realized the financial strain people put themselves under for holidays and for to give that. people everything. Yeah. And they get in debt that they fight the other 10, 11 months out of the year to try to get out of yeah. just to do the cycle all over again. And I began to realize like, dang, I was blessed to grow up in this situation yeah. where I didn't subscribe to these beliefs and patterns of behavior that really um, enslave people to death. Yeah, and, and the thing is, is a lot of people don't understand is when you, when you don't grow up with it, you know that you don't have it. But you know that if you had it, your life that you grew up in would have been way different. Yeah, yeah. And that's not yeah. always for the better. 
Not at all. Because I see, I seen people in high school that used to complain about their cars and not getting a car for Christmas and not getting a car for the birthday. And I'm like, but again, you got to remember, right? An ant's leg is an ant's leg to an ant, and an elephant's leg is an elephant to a leg to an elephant. Hold on, man. Hey, I want to be so smooth. I don't want to act like I don't keep up with something when it's said. But you just said an ant's leg is an ant's leg to, to an, an ant. ant. And an elephant's, elephant's leg, leg is an elephant's leg to an elephant. Right? And I want to act like I know what that means. I want to look at you in my mouth. Yeah. like, yeah, yeah, but it, break it but down. But it's, it's, it's understanding that your problems are your problems. And you deal with them how you deal with them, right? But they may not be as big as, big enough to me, right? Okay. I, I'd be like, get over it. Okay, yeah, right? Yeah, it's like people, who, like for me, right? It's like death, I can go to work the next day. It yeah. doesn't matter who dies, who passed away. I can go to work the next day. I can move forward in life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like it's a way of life, right? Yeah. If I think I, for me, right, yeah. I feel that if you somebody passed away, it was meant to happen. Okay, and you can move forward. And that's what you but know. But where not, else for someone else that might be so tragic yeah. that yeah, they right, right. they can't function. Or like day. in people who get anxiety at work. Yeah, I don't understand anxiety. Yeah, but it doesn't mean it doesn't happen. Right, right. Because pe- there's people I have friends that. Oh, I can't. they get so they don't, they can't go yeah. to work. Yeah, you know. And I'm like, what do you mean you can't go to work? The hell are you talking? Hey. You know. And then dealing with like, sorry, sorry. No, 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 no. Go, go, go. Run so with it's the like thought, all my texts, right? Uh-huh. I hear so many excuses. Yeah. But they're really reasons, right? Yeah. Because I don't know the difference between an excuse and a reason. It oh, just depends on how I'm perceiving it, right? right. So, it's like, oh, I got a, t- a flat tire. Well. Okay, you only got four more, t- three more tires, right? So I'm probably gonna hear that excuse three more times. But I can't say it's an excuse because what if he really has a flat tire? Right, and then that person's world is a reason. Yeah. I got you. So it's like, oh, my, my alarm, my electrical went out, I didn't st- start the alarm clock. Well, everybody does that. Okay, I forgot. You know, everybody's done it. Yeah. I can't say, oh, bro, come on, man. You know, or come on. You know? Well, you could say but that. But I can. Right, right, right. But it's a waste of energy. Right. That I don't need it. Right. So that's why I position my, my text and I position my office to where it's, if you don't want to come to work, don't. Because I'd rather you want to be there. Oh, that's deep. That's deep. You know? And then you see people who try to take advantage of it, but my whole thing is it's a clock system, right? So everybody's on a, on a thumbprint. So you can't fake. Like, she can't sign you in. Okay. Yeah. Right. That's the, whole, that's the only way you're getting paid. Damn, were you working with that type of technology? That's at my office is like that, man. You know. I ain't asking no more questions. Are you got that? Did you got that thumbprint stuff? Thumbprint. Yeah. Okay. Right, next, you go be telling them, man. We got DNA. Oh man. You know. <laughs> you got to give your DNA. Hey, just. Well, now it. you have to basically. I got a thermometer on the wall. Oh, okay. Just because of COVID, yeah. you said. Okay, okay. Life so, is real so though you, right now. So you, you know, you 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 got to go in. You got to get checked. You know. Hey, you real impact. Like you run. Hey, watch this. Like, like I'm supposed to be surprised. But then again, let's be real. Yeah. Maybe it's perception and stereotypes. But I want to look at you and be like, damn, you really run your business like a business. Huh? Yeah, right. <laughs> you really run your business like a business. Hey, when just now when you said the uh, things people use as reasons. Yeah. So the first thing that came to mind is. Um, you know, and I'm sensitive to saying this, I don't feel like my wife's slapping me outside yeah. my ear, right? But at least growing up, I felt like uh, when I could never relate to people who, like, they couldn't function because they broke up with someone. I was like, yeah. what? I'm like, yeah. what? You can't, like, yeah. man, I just can't. Like, what, man, you better get up. Yeah. What you mean? You can say, And I just could never relate to that in the sense of, like, oh, man, 
Again, I, you know, I'm going to yeah. say what I'm saying. I'm one of Jehovah's... I grew up as one. Yeah. I don't practice religion at this point. Yeah. But growing up as one of Jehovah's Witnesses, when I first left the religion, oh, your family can't talk to you. Yeah. So that was so traumatic to me to all of a sudden like, well, why won't you talk to me? Like, I ain't do nothing to you either, yeah. right? But it devastated me so much emotionally. Yeah. It devastated... Because I'm a mama's boy. Yeah. I'm a mama's boy. And all of a sudden, your mom won't speak to you. Right around 18 or 19, you're growing into manhood. So I was hurt. Yeah. I was traumatized. I was devastated to the point where after that... I wish I would know somebody for one year and they'd be like, I don't want to talk. Yeah. Okay, bye. Uh, bye. But now it's totally different. Yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah. My wife left me, I'll be devastated. Yeah, yeah. It would hurt my soul. Now watch this though. I got to say this. Like, first of all, if my boo, I can't fathom it. I can't yeah. fathom it. And when I say that, I don't mean that in an arrogant way. I don't mean that in the arrogant way of, I'm too great, she would never leave me. Yeah. I mean, I go so hard for my wife. And again, yeah. I'm not perfect. I'm not yeah. perfect. I will say I have evolved a lot in the last 20 years, though, because yeah. I am at that point of a relationship where when I was younger, I used to wonder how real, real talk. Yeah. You know, like how do men now? I, I ain't gonna never be with one woman. Yeah. I ain't right. Yeah. Yeah. And then as you get older, I'm just at that stage of life where I really don't feel like being in the company of someone else. I don't want to. And, and that's not so, I've not always been that way. Yeah. But I'm just at a point with my wife where that really is my best friend. Even when we first started the discussion and you mentioned being right. Yeah, that's the first person I thought of because I'm at the point of relationship where, like, man, I could care less to be right. I yeah. just want to make sure I honor her. So when me and her, if there's any dialogue we have, my objective is not to be right. Yeah, my objective is to be at peace with my wife and yeah. to make sure be she's safe. okay. Yeah, and hey, and to make sure my baby is okay. Yeah, because I could be right and be finished with the dialogue and watch my wife in distress and that ain't good enough man i ain't gonna let my my wife is my partner to the extent i don't want to see this woman in distress right you feel me so at the end of the day being right is the last of my concerns you know that my my boo is okay yeah but then you're right then but then you man say it to them again so they right. get it my brother you so know you sit and look at her and you go okay so we just did this yeah this yeah. is where we're at yeah you know yeah and you want to talk about it later, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. If you want to talk about it now, we'll talk about it now. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. we will talk about it. Yeah. Right? You know, already know that's how I am. Yeah. So this is what you're going to get. Right? And you're not going to get me as a bad person 10%, 15%, 30% of the time. You're going to get me as a good, honest yeah. person. Yeah. And if, you, if I do something wrong because I make mistakes, then you got to tell me about yeah, it. Yeah, because it wasn't with mal intent. Yeah, you know, so you got to yeah. tell me about it, right? Because it's I'm not gonna say that it's like I'm perfect, right? But I'm gonna strive for it. I'm gonna strive for a perfect, perfect marriage, right? Right? Because that's what I want, and there's no such thing. And there's no such thing. That's deep, right? So that's deep. it's like, but I already know that if we raise a good human, and we last, and you're wiping my butt at ninety, yeah. we're good. Hey, hey, we're right. Yeah. Hey, we're 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 winning. Yeah, because that's what it's about, right? It's me or you wiping each other's ass at ninety. I don't know if that's what I want to imagine it's about, but as I age, I think about yeah. that. Like, dang, what if my boo got to take care of me? I got to take care of her. Because yeah. I look in the mirror and I feel positive about myself, but I'm aging and I'm not what I was twenty right. years ago. And I'm appreciative that that woman still loves me. But like it's like when you see those pictures and they're like ninety. And they're holding hands in the bed, right? It's like, take for instance, right? Uh -huh. Real quick, uh, the Reagans, right? The Ronald Reagan, right? Barbara, right? 
It's Nancy, Nancy, Nancy. Nancy, Nancy. Yes. Yeah. Their relationship, if you know anything about it, was amazing. He's writing a lot of letters every day. Oh, no, I didn't know that. And when they passed away, their only request, do you guys know what it was? Uh-uh. To be buried all. within arm's reach. Oh, that's deep. That's deep. So they could hold hands when they're, when they're deep, you know, when they're buried. Oh, that's that's romantic in a sense. Yeah, I think I'm gonna ask them to burn me. But, I don't know why that's important. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? It, it's yeah, like, yeah, but yeah. it's the concept of if you really love and care for people, uh-huh. your your destination your def, your destination isn't being right. Right, real life. It's the making sure that everybody's safe, and and even when you talk to kids or or you you know when I'm talking to technicians, it's like it's not about me being right. Yeah. It's like you're gonna find out what's right for you. It's about like what we were just saying. You're gonna find the answer on your own. I don't have to tell yeah. you if I'm right or wrong. Right. You know. But when there ain't no greater feeling, and I hope my wife is listening. You know, there's no greater feeling when she goes, "You're right, Joe." <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> and there you have it. And there you have it. Hey, just so you know, he actually looked when he said that. Just so you know, he actually looked. At- Hey, um, that's deep, my brother. I appreciate our dialogue. We, I just need you to know, we never get to what I actually intend to speak about. That's the irony. We don't even get there. Um, but I appreciate just the organic nature of our dialogue. Um, I wish people too. it's so crazy. I think in the future, I might start just taping as soon as we see each other. Because what people don't know is that there's usually 20 minutes, uh, 20 a dialogue that <laughs> happens before the dialogue that's very unintentional. Um, in one sense, right? But just always meaningful because you're an inspiring person. Um, Thank you. You're amazing. I just appreciate that you always making time too, my brother. You're just um, very powerful. And I still like to touch on those other topics we do uh, that we discussed before yeah. we even began. We didn't even get to talk about politics. I need yeah. to see. We got to get back together again soon, though, because yeah. I need to discuss that. And I'm preparing y'all because I want to let y'all know. I want to discuss a little bit, like, how do you, like, do you even have those discussions with people you love? Matter of fact, we could talk about, is that a conversation? I know you. You already, I know for sure, are comfortable yeah. having that discussion yeah. with your yeah. wife. Where there's some people, some households, where they can't even talk politics as a married couple because yeah. it's going to be too disruptive. And so anyway, I just want to talk about how to the spirit with which we have dialogue in the future. Yeah. Hey, um, again, we thank Joe Shumpert for stopping by. Uh, just so everyone knows, we appreciate you two for, you know, spending your time with us and listening. All right. If you have any criticisms, don't send them to me because I ain't tripping off it. <laughs> uh, but send them through the universe and the universe will put me and make me aware of them. Uh, what you just witnessed is two kings talking. Uh, be safe out there. Uh, be well and be blessed.